You are listening to Revealing Real Estate Podcast, where we dive into getting over your fear of taking risk in real estate and making money while you sleep. I'm Nico Pedizano, your host and real estate guru with over 20 years of experience. It's time to get real. All right, I want to welcome today on Revealing Real Estate a wonderful guest all the way from Nashville, Tennessee. This special guest who's going to be on the show right now he is a structural engineer and a Nashville-based real estate investor, as well as a writer, an entrepreneur, a podcast host, and a founder of a full control publishing. He flipped his first house nine years ago. Since then, he's flipped over 200 houses and inspected thousands of residentials and like commercial structures. Please welcome to the show, Matthew Ace Haggerty. Matthew, welcome to the show. Glad to have you on board. Hey, Nick. I really appreciate you having me and thank you for the intro. Uh, hearing it from a third person perspective, it sounds like I've done a lot over the years, but I think that really means I've been all over the place, made a lot of mistakes, but yes. I also have a lot of knowledge to share with your listeners. So I'm just excited to be here. Happy uh, you invited me and I, I can't wait to get this conversation going. Yeah. So I just want, well, I'd like to start off by first, I guess, is talking about, and a lot of times when we have our guests on the show, is just hearing about their story. I love hearing about individual stories. I think they're so inspiring. I think it's important that people share that. And I always uh, like to share my stories, my journeys, and how I've built my success through real estate a lot. I know that you've just written a wonderful book. You have a podcast, which is called a Superhero by Design, which I constantly listen to as part of my daily routines. I have my daily routines every single day. And one of those are listening to podcasts and you're one of those guys that truly inspire me and just give me that breakthrough experience of just how to really kind of take control of my life. Also, you are on Instagram as Ace Haggerty. If somebody does want to reach out to you and follow you as well, you have a wonderful Instagram page. So do you mind just sharing a little bit about your background, your experience and, and a little bit about your story? Yeah, no, I'd love to. And yeah, I'll start nine years ago, but really nine years ago to about a year and a half ago, it was kind of the same story. So nine years ago, structural engineer, I was working for a contractor in California at the time, just doing my normal W-2 thing. But I was always interested in more and learning more and just wanting more out of life. I just didn't know what it was or how to get it. So one day, a realtor friend of mine came up to me. He's like, hey, you're in real estate or construction, right? And I was like, yeah. yeah. He's like, do you know how to flip a house? And at the time I was working for a structural contractor. We did a few renovations. This was after the the great recession. And so we branched out and did some rehabs and things like that, but it was always for clients. It wasn't for investing or anything like that. Well, long story short, we teamed up. We did a flip, our, my first flip. All I knew about flipping was what I saw on TV from Chip and Joanne Gaines at the time. Yeah. And so, yeah, it worked out well. It was a more of a cosmetic rehab. There wasn't any heavy lifting that needed to be done, but we got in on a short sale. So we got the house at a really good price, rehabbed it. And then three months later, we sold it. And my partner and I were able to split the profits, I think it was it was $90,000 net profit we made. So we each made $45,000. And you would think at that time, one flip, three months, cosmetic, it, was, it wasn't anything too difficult. You think the light bulb would have gone off in my head at that point. Yeah. But me being a structural engineer, a W-2 guy, it was more kind of like, oh, this is great to make 
money on the side. But for me, it started off as a side hustle. I was just too felt too comfortable and secure in a consistent paycheck going to work eight to five, so to speak. Yeah. And so at the beginning, it was pretty slow. I did that first flip and then I did another one. I think the third project was a buy and hold for long term. And I would just do a couple a year. And I did that for a few years. And then my, uh, my wife and I wanted to move from California to Nashville. And that was kind of what took me from being a W-2 guy to really just doing things on my own. Mm -hmm. So we moved to Nashville. I it's thought a whole, I would, it's a whole different world at that point. It is. It, it is, is. Geogra yeah. geographically, politically, culturally. It's, it's pretty different. And so I came into it thinking, hey, I'm going to be the next flipper flop Nashville guy. And I'm just going to come in and steamroll it like I did. And I just ran into a buzzsaw on my first project because up until that point, I was using crews I knew, relationships that I had fostered and over the years. And a lot of the mistakes that I made when I moved out to Nashville got covered up because of relationships I had. I knew pricing. My buddy knew the market really well, where to get in really well, where to get out. And so when I came to Nashville, I didn't have a team around me. I found a new realtor, found a new contractor, and it was just a mess. I ended up losing $35,000 on that first flip in Nashville. And two weeks, I was engaged at the time, two weeks before my wedding, I didn't have money to pay for any of the vendors. They're asking for payment. And, you know, I, I would have figured something out. I'm, I'm resourceful, especially when it comes to getting married, but I, I was freaking out. And luckily the house had sold two weeks before my wedding and I was able to pay my vendors <laughs> and, uh, and not have a, 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 a annulment, uh, let's say, uh, within the first couple of days. Well, yeah. <laughs> so that was a big shock to me. But as they say in this business, the times you make mistakes, the times you, you lose money, that's when you really learn a lot of good lessons. And for me, I don't think I've lost money. Yeah, I've, I haven't made a lot of money. Sometimes I hit singles, sometimes doubles, sometimes home runs. But that was such a great eye-opening experience for me. And the 35000 I lost was all the education I needed moving forward. Now, with yeah. that said, that definitely elevated my game. I was able to partner with some people and we did out-of-state uh, turnkey rentals for investors for a couple of years. That's where I really ramped up the systems, the processes. I think the first year we bought about 100 houses and started flipping those, turning them into tur turnkey rentals for investors. And so at the same time, doing the investing, I was also doing structural engineering full-time. I was a self-employed by myself, solo entrepreneur for that business. So going out of state, plus doing flips in Nashville, plus running an engineering business that was literally just me, I'm a high achiever. You can tell from all the list that you said about what I've done. I love yeah. working. I love creating but at the same time, about two years ago, you could tell that things were kind of falling apart. Like when you stretch yourself that thin and you're not supplementing the businesses with employees, people to help out, especially like my engineering business. Yeah, leveraging, leveraging people, very important process of, of, of growth. Yep. Exactly. And so this is where 
the big transformation happens in my story. So, you know, I've, I've been slowly grow, growing, 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 but as you get bigger, all these problems that you had when you were smaller were small problems. But as you get larger, those small problems turn into big problems. So as I was stretching myself thin, traveling a lot, you know, just dealing with the ins and outs of not only running businesses, but being in the business as well, mm-hmm. wearing various hats. Um, I was spending probably a hundred plus hours a week working six, seven days a week. And so when you do that, cracks start to form and every part of your life, those cracks over time get bigger and bigger and bigger. You just don't notice them because you don't notice things in the short term because you're involved in them. And even over a longer period, unless you look back. And so things like my marriage started to go downhill. My businesses, even the profitability of my businesses started to go into the negative direction. And it was not until my wife came up to me and said, if you don't fix this, fix yourself, get your stuff together. Yeah. I'm leaving. I want want to get separated. I want to leave. And so in my mind at the time, I'm thinking, man, I'm killing myself. I'm doing all this great stuff. You're working like, so hard to provide, you know, any kids at that time? No. Uh, no, no, no kids. kids. So just you and her. But, you know, you're ready to start your family. You just got married. Oh, yeah. Right. You're trying to do everything you can to to provide for your family, put food on the table. And, you know, it's not exactly. getting shown. Yeah. And, and but I'm not showing up as the man. I need to be the husband. I need to be because also when we would talk, when we go out on dates, my mind would be here, there, I'd be getting text messages. I wouldn't know how to turn it off uh, when it came to my personal life. It sounds like me right now. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's crazy because once you start analyzing and, and actually spending some time with yourself, looking at the different parts of your life, you know, I had gained weight. I was, um, I'm, I'm not a very big guy, but I'm usually around 140, 150 pounds. I was up to 182 pounds. Uh, so I was heavier than I ever was. I was, I was eating pretty healthy, but I really wasn't paying attention to what I was eating quantities, things like that. My going to the gym was on and off. So I never got the results I wanted. And so it's crazy because every part of my life, I was busting my butt, but I wasn't getting the results that I feel like for the amount of effort I was putting in, I deserved. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I went to a few of the the UC schools for college. I went to UC Berkeley for graduate school, top university for structural engineering at the time. And at that time, if you work harder, you get better grades usually. Mm-hmm. So it was a very linear approach. So that's how I, I took life is like, well, I did really well in college, top of my class, top universities. And if I apply that to other parts of my life, just you know, put my head down and, and bull rush it, so to speak, Everything should work out and it wasn't working out. And I had no idea why. And it wasn't until my wife came up to me saying, Hey, I'm leaving if you don't get this shit together. Essentially, what I ended up doing, and this is what completely transformed my life in all facets. We're talking health and fitness, emotions and meaning, relationships, spirituality, finances, work career mission. There's eight different categories. Um of somebody's life that I have. And I got this all from my mentor. So I'm not, this isn't me. This is guidance from a coach, a life coach, a mentor, which I interview a lot of successful people and everybody says the same thing. Find a coach, find a coach. I say it all the time. My, my story is no different. My coach was like, Hey, 
I'm doing this thing. It's called the hundred day challenge. And he had talked to me about it previous years. And I'd look at the list and I'd be like, man, I don't think I could survive a week doing one of those things. Cause it was all these different parts of your life. Like, you know, uh, training program, diet program, read every day, you know, you can pick and choose it. Like I said, there's eight categories. Of and there's life. a discipline to it for sure. Oh yeah. And that's what yeah. it is. It's a hundred days of discipline. So with his coaching, I was able to put together the results that I was looking for goals. You know, what do I want? What do I really want? Why do I want it? So that, you know, the why behind it, the power behind it, and then put a plan of action together. And some of the things I did every day, like that's when I wrote my book, I wrote it in a hundred days, uh, from pretty much bubble diagram, start rough draft all the way to the first draft and ready for editing within the hundred days. But other things like my health and fitness, if I was going to do all these eight categories and you don't have to do all eight categories, you could do one, you could do two, but I was like, man, I, I need to get all facets of my life corrected. In order. And I'm, yeah, and I that's need true success. Yes. Exactly. I need massive change now. And so I did all eight categories, but some of the things I could find coaches for, for other things. So I hired a coach remotely. Like he was in Miami. I was in Tennessee, not even never met the guy, still haven't met the guy, but he was able to put an exercise program together, a diet uh, program together for me. And all I had to do was follow it. He had the results I was looking for. He knew how to get me there. I wasn't going to spend time researching, learning how to diet properly, learning how to exercise properly. I was already eating well and exercising on and off. I just needed to be consistent with it and have a coach so I can faithfully listen to him, blindly follow him and trust that he's going to get me to where he wants. That's why they always say, not only hire a coach, hire the best, hire mm -hmm. the best in the industry. And then you just have to follow what they, what they do. It makes it very easy. And so um, for those hundred days, I had a complete system and this is where, this is the secret sauce. Nobody wants to hear it because there's no shortcuts. It's, you can't take the easy road, but the secret sauce of what transformed my life in that hundred days, because I dropped 45 pounds. I got down to like 7% body fat. I wow. had more energy than ever before. Yeah. My body looked great. I, I wasn't, and at the same time, I was only taking in 1700 calories. I stopped drinking caffeine completely because I was just guzzling down coffee like it was going out of style so with 1700 calories getting up at 5 30 every morning and working and doing everything i needed to do to that day not going to bed till 9 10 o'clock at night um i had more energy at the age of 38 than i had my entire life teenager years young adult years because in the process too and you'll find out about it in the book is I learned how to leverage my nervous system. So doing things like cold water immersion. So I was taking cold showers every morning. In addition to working out, I was doing Wim Hof type breathing exercises. And so I was also learning and at the same time writing about how we can, a lot of people call it biohacking. I just call it using what God already had given you and just getting the knowledge and then applying the skills and learning the skills to be able to have intense amounts of energy throughout the day, which would allow me to do the things like working out, researching for the book, writing the book, managing all my businesses, working on my relationship with my wife, doing all of that. Because if you look at the list that I had for that original hundred day challenge, most people would be like, man, I can't even do all of that in a week. And you do that every single day. Yeah. 
how can you do that? I was like, well, it sucks at first because your body, you're trying to wire all these new habits and rituals into your life. Yeah. Your, your body's going to resist because it's yeah. you to doing what you want it to do. So I did that throughout the hundred days. I completely transformed my life out of it came a book. And then with the book, it's like, okay, well, I need to build an audience because who's going to buy this book and a buddy of mine, this were relationships come into play. Uh, a really close friend of mine who has an insanely uh, popular podcast was like, Hey man, why don't, why don't you do a podcast? And I'm like, you know, here's, here's one of my limiting beliefs at the time. Like me do a podcast. Like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not Joe Rogan. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Who, That's who how I guy? felt for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, you know what? It's going to make me uncomfortable. Let's do it. Because also I learned too, in this hundred day challenge is if you're not getting uncomfortable, you're not growing. And so you got to put yourself constantly in uncomfortable positions. Now, that doesn't mean do something insane so that you just fail immediately and then you'll never do it again. Right. Fall flat on your face. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But but that's what's so great about the 100 day challenge or anything like this. You're just just do it that day. Just do it that day and the rest will take care of itself. Darren Hardy has a wonderful book, The Compound Effect. I'm sure a lot of your yes. listeners have, I have actually read, read it. it. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of my favorite books. And it's so simple. It's such a simple concept. Just yeah, it's do, an easy read for sure. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit of action every single day. And that's the premise of what this hundred day challenge did to me. And yeah, during the process, the hundred days seemed like a long time, but in the grand scheme of it, I just finished the second hundred day challenge a couple weeks ago. And we start pretty much not January 1st, but you know, beginning of the year. And by April, May, or now I guess we're getting close to June, you're already done with the challenge and you can make massive amounts of progress. I would have these to-do, not these uh, to-do lists, but these goals every single year. I want to write a book. I want to climb a tall mountain. I want to do this and that. And every year I would say, oh, didn't do it this past year, but I'll carry it over to this next year. But they never would get crossed off. I would never have these uh, projects completed because I tried writing a book several times and, and didn't complete it. So my story to myself over the years was I'm good at what I do. I'll start something, but I'll never finish. And through this process, I was able to start crossing those things off and doing things that I never, I did more in that year than I have done in the past five to six years. Enjoying this episode? Leave us a review letting us know what you want to learn next and make sure you're following our podcast to be the first to hear our new episodes every Friday. You can also find us on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube for full video and behind the scenes access. I consolidated my businesses. I got all the systems and processes into place so that I could pull myself out in certain areas so that I'm not killing myself day in and day out. And so really for me, I transform myself from the inside out. And whether we're talking about real estate or any business you're in or personal relationship, professional relationship, it doesn't matter. Everything follows the same basic principles. And that's just good, consistent habits and rituals that you're doing every single day. And, you know, people ask me, How, how'd you do it for a hundred days? And I was like, once I got through the first month, about day 30, like I looked forward every day to doing all these things. Like I looked forward now to jumping into a cold shower. Did it feel yeah. good? No. It becomes it's a new just, lifestyle for sure. Yeah, yeah. It's still uncomfortable, but yeah. 
I loved it. I looked forward to it because it allowed me to push myself mentally. You know, I'm a huge David Goggins fan. And I just love how he takes physical punishment to push himself so that the uh, emotional and psychological aspect of his life is is a piece of cake because he's pushed himself physically. It's his now. new norm. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. He's like, if I could do this, man, I could do a business meeting. No problem. This is going to be no problem. And so, yeah, ever since then, my life has been transforming. The great thing about transforming yourself from the inside out is once you start getting, I call it being dangerous, being capable of doing things. Once I became dangerous and capable of doing anything I set my mind to, now you start looking more outward. Like, I want to share this with people. How do I help other people achieve the things that I've achieved? Wake up in the morning the way I wake up in the morning. You know, I I was up at 5.30 during that first 100-day challenge. Second 100-day challenge, I decided to wake up at 5 every morning. Now I'm getting up at 4 every morning. And I've learned a lot about sleep and how to use that. I talk about a lot of those uh, tools and, and tips that you can do to optimize your sleep. I have all that covered in the book. But I only need about six hours, you know, four, four cycles of sleep every night. I get enough REM, I get enough slow wave sleep and I'm ready to go. Like I thought I used to need seven, eight, nine hours. And then I'd wake up. Why, you know, why am I so tired? Like I slept nine hours, right? That's the worst. You sleep nine yeah. hours and you wake up exhausted. And you're more fog, you're more foggier than you were if you, if you slept six hours. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and so by studying, learning, uh, using these tools, there's so many resources out there and it's just, and that's where also relationships come to just from the podcast itself, how many amazing people I've met. And I reach out to these people. There was a trainer. I was like, I want to take my training to the next level. So one of my podcasts, I had a trainer out of the UK and I just was so impressed by him and what the services he provided that I became a client of his within a week after we did our recording, the podcast hadn't even come out at that point. And so just now the approach I take with relationships, it's, you know, it's everything, it's everything. So it's everything. I, yep. I know I, I've talked for a while, but I get so passionate about all of this. It just, I want to be able to share this with everybody because you can change your life. I had so many limiting beliefs saying I couldn't do this for this reason or that reason, or I'm not worthy, or I don't deserve it. And all of those stories I would tell myself and disempowering uh, beliefs about myself. I was still doing a lot on the outside, but I had these core beliefs that weren't, they would only take me so far. No wonder I was self-sabotaging myself, starting a project, getting all excited, and then just kind of petering out. And it wasn't yes. until I changed those, changed my story. And that's the great thing about Superhero by Design is you get to look back at your origin story your past and you get to rewrite it and make it an empowering story yes. Yes. because we only remember the past the way we like to remember it. The, I've read a few statistics that talk about we only get about 50% correct of actually what happened in the past. And the longer the mem longer the memory was, the less likely it's actually it, reality. Reality for sure. Yes, I agree yeah. with you. So, you know, and a lot of your story is very similar to mine. If you don't mind me asking, how old are you right now? If I you don't mind me asking. Hey, I just turned the ripe young age of 40 years old a couple of weeks ago. 40 years old. Wow. Okay. So I got, I got eight years on you too. So I'm 48. 
I know I don't uh, look it, but I do no, have 48. <laughs> not <laughs> not at number. all. It's how you feel <laughs> inside, right? So you are what you eat. I do believe in making sure that you have your regimen and you have your routines. And, you know, I like to do the cold plunges as well and the hot tub. But a lot of my beliefs, it comes through past experiences. And, and one of the reasons why I started this podcast was to share those experiences and educate younger Nicks that are coming up behind me, even in my business of real estate. Uh, and how I built my success. So I can share that. Hopefully, you know, it resides with somebody else that they're going to be able to take a little bit of what I've given them and then, you know, be able to learn from those mistakes that I've done through the past. And I think it's important today. And I express this relationships are such a fundamental foundation for anything that we do, especially within business, within real estate. Everything has occurred because of the relationships I've built over the years. And just having conversations with people where you can build upon, you know, somebody really liking you, who you are really as a person and being real and being that trusted confidant in the real estate business side of things. So a lot of that story, though, that resonates to what you're sharing has a lot of beliefs that I currently have within my life and which is awesome. And I thank you for sharing that. And I thank you for coming on the show to express that because it just creates more of a, of a better understanding of what I talk about a lot. Where are you right now based on everything within your life? You, you've expressed a lot of how you've changed your life, how you change your eating habits, how you were disciplined to winning the mornings every single day and getting those wins as they come. And, and for me, there's still a lot of improvement that I try to take on within my life. And of course, I haven't done that 100-day challenge, but maybe this is something through this process that I can learn to get better at certain things where I can win more of those days more often and be grateful for the things that have been given to me by, you know, a higher power for sure. If somebody's listening to this show, what are the first things that you can recommend to them to really start, you know, winning those achievements? Yeah, I love that question. So it's really simple. Just get clear on what you want. And it's simple, but it's not always easy because we don't always ask ourselves, what well, what do I want? You know, I lived a life of what does my wife want? What does society around me think I should want, right? Which, which, whose story am I living? Am I living my story or somebody else's? Because if you're not living your story, you're living somebody else's. So one is get absolutely clear on what you want, what you really want. Step two, I mentioned it before, it's the fuel behind what you, so that why. So when I did the 100 day challenge, I told myself, Hey, I want to save my marriage. And my coach was like, okay, that's, that's cool. It's not good enough. I was like, what? Save my marriage. Like that's ever, you know, that's a huge part of my identity. Like that's not enough. He's like, no, it's not enough. And so he pushed me to dig deeper. And so for me, I'm a spiritual guy. I'm a Christian. For me, the hundred day challenge is if I did not complete this challenge and do everything that I commit to doing for a hundred days, I am going to lose my soul. And for me, that was everything. That kept me motivated day in and day out because during that 100 days, I'd have good days and I'd have, have not so good days. Of course. And by having a strong enough why, that kept the fuel going. Even if I didn't feel like doing it, like it would be 9, 10, 11 o'clock. I would, should have already been asleep, but I didn't get to everything that day. So I did everything till midnight, one o'clock. Thankfully, I don't think it went past one o'clock uh, throughout the challenge because I was pretty much on top of it most of the time. But yeah, those times that 
things kind of came up. I, there were no days off. And it was the why that kept me showing up every single day. So what do you want? And, and everybody could find that why within them, right? And there was that mm-hmm. reason. I know for me, it was my two kids, right? So every time I went out at a listing appointment and it was in the evenings where I was away from them, you know, I used to have a picture and I tell this story all the time. I used to have a picture in my visor of my car. And every time I walked into the house, I would pull it down and I'm like, I'm doing this for you guys, right? And that gave me that drive to go in there and continue working those late nights and those evenings to make sure that I got to the point where I am today, where now I have a wonderful team behind me that takes on a lot of that load off my shoulders where, yes, I am making less money. I can choose to make more money or give 50% away to you know a fellow colleague of mine to make him successful as well. And at least I now have more family time with my kids. And I've chosen that for myself because that's personally what I want within my life, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, 100%. I like that you mentioned money as well. In my opinion, money is the lowest form of currency. Uh, Like what we talked about earlier, it's all about relationships. So you bringing somebody on, yeah, you're taking a, a hit financially, maybe at the bottom line, but you're growing something bigger. You're bringing somebody on your journey with you. And the whole point of making money is to spend it because anytime we spend money, that person is making money and reaching their goals. It, it's, it's a whole cycle. So I don't even see money as, as, as a, a trade or anything really. It's, it's all the same. It, it really comes after relationships and how you can grow something and build something together with the people around you. And now you're providing for his family He's providing for your family. It's it's just a constant give and take, give and take, where that the dollars and the cents, yeah, they they matter in that it's a tool, but that's all it really is. And once you start looking at life like that and saying, okay, my focus is my mission. My focus is really empowering people and making other people better. Once you start looking at life like that, the whole game changes. And now money itself is just a game. You know, it's just a bunch of ones and zeros in a bank, in a computer, and we're just using it by different rules. And that's really all it comes down to. So your your priorities in life really straighten out as well once you start working on yourself. And like I said earlier, then you just look outward to see how much can of this can I give? And the more you give, the more you're going to get. It's just a law of nature. Yes. Yeah. A law of attraction. And I really believe what you put onto the universe is going to come back tenfold. And I do believe my main process is paying it forward. Me starting this podcast, I was so fearful of it because I've always felt insecure about my speaking ability. I've always felt insecure when a camera was on me. I felt like I started to, you know, feel like I was going to start stuttering and get jittery and what people are going to think about me. And now I've gone through the process within my life. And it's like you said earlier on, is when you're the most uncomfortable in your environment is when your true success really comes out and shines. And I learned that it's okay. You know, there's going to be people out there that are not gonna or gonna think that hey look at this guy he can't talk or look at this guy he's not very good on camera or hey look at this effing loser you know what I mean but who cares about those guys right because maybe it's them that actually have the problem and it's not so much you and I've overcome that fear uh, and that obstacle within my life and I'm so grateful for it now that it's become such a huge passion and and I didn't realize how much self-preservation you receive by giving back to somebody else through providing education. And I do this with first and foremost by giving back. 
and I'm getting 10 times that value just because of it. And it's so rewarding for myself. And I'm sure you're getting the same, the same feeling back, especially with your book. Oh yeah. hundred percent. If I can leave your listeners with just one thought, it's that the biggest battle we are ever going to face in our lives goes on between the real estate in our ears. Like it is all a mind game. And once you learn how to master your mind and literally change the neural pathways in your mind, it's game over. You're in, you're, you completely leveled up and you look at things completely different. And that translates to every part of your life, not just real estate. Yeah, this is awesome. I'm so glad to have you on the show because, you know, it is, I'm 48 years old myself and I'm on this big transition within my life, within my path, but continue to build my success because I still have two wonderful kids and a beautiful wife at home that I'm looking to build upon uh, for their futures. But I just thank God every day for allowing me the blessings to do what I do every single day. And I'm glad that you're able to share a very similar story because as we, you know, collectively continue sharing these stories, whether you're from Tennessee, all the way in the United States and here from Canada, our stories are all still very similar. And that's what's that's what's so awesome about this. So I want to thank you for coming on to the show today. And I'm hoping that we can definitely have a part two to this and, and continue this conversation. Well, anytime you want me, man, I will uh, I will be more than happy to come on. Awesome. Thank you very much. And uh, we'll look forward to touching base in the near future. I appreciate you. Looking to buy or sell? Call a team you can trust. Don't believe me? Our Google reviews say it all. Put us on your lawn, your house will be gone. The OPteam.com.